Well, good morning and welcome to the Underhood Show. My name is Josh Prophet. I'm the service director at Mel Hamilton Ford. Us alongside me, I have Nick Roberts and Nick Ballman, and we're live in India at PRI. Yes, good morning, are. guys. Good, good morning, morning, Josh. <laughs> are you, uh, what do you, what do you got going on here? What are we doing? Well, I'm trying to share You're a just, live feed. Okay, and... just making sure that we're actually live. The other yeah. day we had a little blip on that. Uh, we're going to blame that on somebody that's not here. I don't know whose fault it was, but they're not here today. All so, right. But it is working. It You're is confident working. that it's we're, working. Yeah, well, I believe we're up and going. Okay. So. All uh, right. But anyways, guys, we're at uh, we're at PRI, so Performance Racing Industry in Indianapolis. Been here a couple of days. We're going to do a kind of a recap of what we got, but then also we've got some special guests that we're going to get on here today with us. So, uh, you know, I think... Uh, I'll let you, why don't you introduce who's going to be on the show with us? Okay, so uh, here in just a few minutes when we get done with our intro, we are going to have uh, Shannon Rush, who is the uh, dirt product manager for Hoosier Racing Tire, and also we are going to have Farron Lubers, who is the uh, drag race product manager, covers the drag slicks, the drag bracket radials, the quick time pros, um, everything in that category so hopefully hopefully they'll uh give us a lot of insight about what's going on at hoosier and corporately and what's coming out new on the market and what we can expect for uh the next year gonna be very exciting to have them on here so uh let's get the calls in 316-462-3673 that's the number to jump on the air here with us i uh, want to talk about pri want to talk about hoosier and uh what all's going on there uh, let's get the phones ringing, 316-462-3673. And, uh, you know, each and every caller, uh, we're going to send out a package is going to consist of 130 bucks, uh, which consists of a works oil change tire rotation. We use Motorcraft oil and filter products uh, at Mel Hamilton Ford. We'll also get complete nitrogen for the tires. Uh, you'll get a, uh, $10 to Mel's Diner. And then a BG uh, products package as well. So right. let's get only, the fun- uh, only show that you get paid. You get to paid call to call in. in. So, so let's uh, let's get these guys in here, and I'll let you guys visit with them. So I'll step aside and, and get them going, and uh, we can talk about all things Hoosier. While we're getting them on, why don't you guys talk about uh, what all's going on here at Indy? So, all right, here we go. So if you've never been to PRI before, I mean, it's it's an incredible place. It's it's huge. Uh, there's seminars for everything in the racing industry it doesn't matter if you know turbo sizing to marketing to sponsorships and allocations there's all kinds of cool seminars for things here um anything and everything in the racing industry happens here lots of business deals are always happening here it's a great place yeah it is absolutely we've uh you know we've met a lot of new potential vendors uh, that we can bring in uh to the mel hamilton racing family to have uh you know, to offer those products to our great customers. Uh, We've also um, met a lot of companies that we can do some mutual business with, that we can set up as uh, wholesale dealers for some of our products that we manufacture and that we private label and uh, um, that we can private label for them. So uh, it's just a a great place for people in the racing business, for uh, racers in general to come out and check out what's, uh, what's on the scene for next year and for years to come and uh the show was huge this year there was it was uh it's been packed the last couple of days hasn't it guys it has been it's it's pretty much back to what i would call normal exactly after the last couple of years yeah so we'd like to introduce these two guys that are standing next to us in purple this is uh farron lubers he's the drag race product manager for hoosier racing tire all your pro street radial drag uh, drag radial drag slicks 
um, QuickTime Pros. Uh, he is the man behind all of that. And Any, this, anything that goes too fast to turn. That's right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And this is Shannon Rush. He is a dirt product manager at Hoosier Racing Tire. He covers all of the uh, everything that has fenders, um, things that don't have fenders on the front. Um, <laughs> yeah, we really haven't found a good description for it yet. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, so, it, the general, if we play in the dirt and it doesn't have a wing or doesn't have any fenders at all, then I take care of it. That's it. But it, it's That's hard. It. But, uh, I do have to say, though, as a broadcast communication degree kid, graduated college in 95, to see what we're able to do today is amazing to me. I mean, I grew up on a board that was about 10 times this size <laughs> with commercials that you had to plug in with carts and, and all this other stuff. So this technology is it's, it's fantastic to me. I, it's, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is all that Josh can, uh, right. jo all Josh can handle. It's uh, just enough buttons. So. I, I actually used to have to cut reels together to make commercials back when I was going to college. So I'm old. I'm officially old now, but that's really cool. I'm, I'm, uh, that technology is awesome. The great, the great age of technology, you know. So. For sure. So what, uh, just kind of in general, you know, what's, uh, you know, tell everybody kind of what's new in the, in the land of Hoosier. What do we see coming down the pipe for 2023, you know, at, in the world that we live in now, you know, the, the big elephant in the room is, you know, tire shortages, you know, if that's what you want to call it or supply, you know, just challenges. supply challenges, but, uh, you know, that's not really what we're here to talk to. I mean, we're still building and selling more tires than we ever have. And that just means that there's more people out racing is really what the what, what it boils down to at the end of the day. Right. And they're not hesitating putting more races out there, too. Uh, I don't know if everybody's traveling as far as they used to, but there's still plenty of places to go drag racing that, uh, I mean, when they have a, and they're paying so much money nowadays, too. But, uh, yeah. It's nothing to see a four or six hundred cars in the in the pit area for at a at a bracket race anymore. Yeah, it's it's. it's, it's I've seen that slow down. It's unbelievable, and this, and same thing in the dirt world too. You know, beyond yeah. your national, you know, traveling series, your regional and your local stuff is just, it's on fire. You know, we we've almost seen a, a, a I hate to say a seismic shift, but a seismic shift. You know, to where that the the sport is getting the recognition that it kind of deserves uh, as far as pay pay scales go. Uh, you know, with more and more races, actually, there comes more and more consumption of tires, which puts us in more of a bind. Mm -hmm. But it's a great problem to have, you know, way better than the other where you can't move anything. But, you know, uh, just they announced last night, Lucas Oil, uh, I think it's a $400,000 increase to their point fund. World wow. of Outlaws has announced a, a late model uh, series increase to their point fund to where I think 10th pays fifty or $60,000 for points. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so and even... You talk about crate late model racing, which kind of never really caught on with the general populace. But now down in the south, it's becoming accepted just like super late model racing. Mm -hmm. And they're paying 10000 to win races for crates. Wow. So everything is coming up. And, and yeah, the car counts have been great. Um, we're very blessed to have a lot of people participating with us. And overall, it puts us in a heck of a challenge. And it's, it's a nonstop battle. You know, I have to tell the story about, you know, people wonder, well, What's Hoosier doing about this? Well, all of us, all the product managers, the first thing we do when we get in the morning is we grab our inventory, we grab our orders, and we grab our production, and we decide where tires are going to go. And yeah. that puts us in a heck of a spot. Mm -hmm. But we do our best to keep that fair and balanced, get them where they need to be to keep the racing going. Literally last year, I drove 24 hours in one weekend just to keep three races going in a weekend. 
And I know Farron struggled mightily with trying to keep everything going across the board and keep all your customers filled. It, it's an ongoing challenge, but we're really trying hard. Yeah, well, it used to be, uh, I mean, one or two weeks out of stock on something has turned into one in two months. Mm -hmm. That makes things a little more difficult, but but we are trying, uh, we, we are setting records on production and it's still not enough. So uh, we have things in the works now for ex uh, plant expansion and uh, all that stuff doesn't happen right away. So, but right. we'll be hopefully be able to keep up here in the near future uh we do keep uh a development going even though we you know we're not really I, I hate to say it we're not really going after more business at least at this point in time because that just doesn't really work right now with what we're being able to make but but our development at least on the drag side of things is still going because we can't get behind on that uh we do have a couple new products that hopefully are going to come out in the, in the springtime we can get them produced uh aimed at towards the bracket side of things, like a bracket dragsters, a couple different new sizes of the tires and stuff. So so we're always continue to work on that. That doesn't mean we're not doing anything. We are really working behind the scenes still on this. Um, yeah, but the two, I mean, the main thing is is production. That's what, that's what we're, that's what we're all working on. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned, you mentioned R and D, and and you know that's that's really important, you know, and such a good thing that Hoosier has done is not, you know, through all the struggles that we have faced here as of late, you know, Hoosier, you, know, you guys haven't really taken the eye off of the ball with R and D, you know. I mean, you know, Hoosier still is the industry leader in the race tire business, um, you know, with the latest and greatest technology and compounds and constructions, and you know, when we you know, when, when when we do get back to, you know, a state where it's more normal, you know, whatever that may be, you know, I mean, the Hoosier will be ready and uh, Hoosier will be ready to roll out, you know, the, those new products and, and get them on the market for the consumer. I would, I would have to agree 100 percent with you. I think we will be ready when, it, I mean, when we're able to. And the other thing we're doing on the dirt side, you know, obviously some a lot of people may have heard we had the press uh, announcement at Eldora about the new national late model tire. Uh, we're all working very diligently to reduce product lines. And therefore, when you consolidate product lines, you then can produce more tires. So that's become a major goal with our open wheel products, with our dirt late model products, everything. And the funny part is I always hear, well, you know, this is just an old spec tire. Well, what I've always told my engineers is I said, just take all that open competition stuff we have, put it in a glass box in your office with a hammer on top <laughs> with the words, in case of emergency, break glass. Right. So it's still up there. It's still waiting on the shelf. If we need to break that stuff back out, we're going to. And our, our testing shift has been towards how do we make the product better? How do we make it more long lasting? How do we make the compounds more durable, but still fire off and do the things we need to do? So we've had to shift our development where Farron's still in an open competition market. He's still going right. to go fast and win races. We've had to shift it more to how can we streamline production? How can we get the most product out to our customers? And how can we make sure that product delivers on what they need from a spec tire situation? Exactly. And you know, and and what and what does that bring about at the end of the day for the racer change you know they and, love that too yeah <laughs> every, everybody loves change right you know but but change is difficult and you know getting this program implemented and and getting all of the old inventory you know phased out and you know get the burnoff periods done i mean you know it's 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 not going to be an easy task per se you know for the first 
you three know, months for, for the sure. first three months, you know, it's, it's going to be a little bit difficult and it's going to have its challenges. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's definitely the right move. I think for, for dirt late model racing in general, it's going to, it's going to, you know, put everybody, you know, back, you know, it's going to put everybody on the same page on a more even playing field. It's going to be the better thing for the racer. They're going to be able to, I think, you know, we had that meeting the other day where we decided, you know, you're going to be able to have, 11 tires in your trailer and you'll be able to go race Correct. every dirt late model event in you know open anywhere. dirt late model event anywhere in the united states and that's just incredible because now you got to have more than 11 tires in your trailer just to go run one race correct so and it's going to cut down on their wheel inventory it's going to cut down on their initial inventory and it's just going to make it that much easier i'm sitting at one race track it rains out i don't want to go home there's a track 30 miles down the road that maybe used to be on a different tire rule. Mm -hmm. Now I have the same tires. I just right. truck right over there and we keep rolling. So that that's going to be huge. And, and you know, to make this program successful, we, we already had the support of Lucas Oil and World of Outlaws to join this program. But I have to give a shout out to our, our distributors like Mel Hamilton Ford slash Hoosier Tire Great Plains. All of my dirt distributors, asphalt distributors, we all are a team and everything that we're doing from the corporate side, these guys are working twice as hard as we are out in the field to implement these changes that, that we're asking them to do. And they have to go out and talk to the racetracks and talk to the individual race teams and really bring our vision to the rest of the world. So I, I appreciate what you guys do. You don't get enough credit. You know, a lot of people say, what's the success for Hoosier racing tire? We take some of that, but realistically, it's those boots on the ground that really make this deal happen. That's our distributors are key. That's our backbone, no doubt. And the other thing to talk about, which we don't really like to talk about, but it's out there. I mean, it is what it is. Is pricing. We all know everybody's price goes up. We're not. We don't raise the price just because we want to. Parents <laughs> uh, not getting rich. The cost. I guarantee. No, you. I can guarantee you that too. <laughs> but uh, just. Everything just like everybody else, costs have gone up. If we want to stay in business, if we if we if you still want to have truck service and races, it costs more to go do it. That's just part of the part of the business. We try to keep it as in control as we can, but that's uh that's one of the that's one of the sucky parts of uh that we have to deal with. Yeah, it's just you know, it's just the world that we're that's the world we're, in right we're living now. in right now. And then you said it exactly right. You know, it costs more to go service those races. It costs more to be out in the field. It costs more to ship the stuff into our warehouse and ship it out to our customers yeah. or our racers. And it's just and on the backside, it costs more to produce a tire. It does. Raw material costs are up twenty four percent. That's that's not something you can just bury under the under the bucket. Um, in order to get, you know, it's a challenging labor market out there in case anybody hasn't noticed. Um, so in order to get more people to build the tires, we have to pay more. Mm -hmm. and, and unfortunately, you just can't bury those costs. So we always are very conscientious about trying to to manage how do we go up, but how do we not kill our industry, too? Yeah. You know, Dennis Sherman, who was our boss prior, um, always told us to be good stewards of the industry because without them we don't exist and without the, us they don't exist mm -hmm. so we are it's a symbiotic relationship that you have to keep in mind so you can't you can't kill it but you got to make sure you keep your own doors open too yeah so it's absolutely. a challenge absolutely so we've kind of talked about the nlmt tire we've kind of briefly talked about drag racing but uh you know what's what's kind of in development on the drag side you you know you and nick have had some discussions about you know some different tires and stuff yeah. that you guys are developing or wanting to roll out or have already rolled out right uh, uh yeah because they've got uh 
this no prep stuff is just going haywire. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, which which Nick is highly involved in, which helps us because he helps us with information on developing product. So, yeah, we're going to be working on on something with, uh, you know, a 29.5 tire uh, size wise. Nick's got a lot of input on that, which really helps. Uh, we also have in the again, I've talked about the bracket world, the bracket dragster world. We've got a, a new 3414 coming out uh, for the uh, way we aimed it at like 470 cars and on up. That doesn't mean it won't work on the other ones, but it's worked very, very well testing. Again, with, we're pretty much done with all that. We just have to get it produced. Uh, we've got a new 30 by 9. We're calling it like a shootout tire um, designed for ultimate traction for like the shootout cars and the copos and the cobra jets and and drag packs and stuff so that's three of the main ones that you'll they'll probably see in the field next year uh we got a lot of other stuff in the works there that i'm not even going to talk about because who knows when we'll see it but we're always working on stuff yep. that'll be three of the main ones that'll be a uh, a, a good shot in the arm for us in, so, in 2023 so in our area we sell a lot of the 30 by nines and nine by 30s um we have a, a big uh, place there in the Wichita area that does a lot of Copo Camaro stuff. So can you explain the differences where that tire will fall between the current 30 by 9 or 9 by 30 or any of the benefits between the two? Uh, well, we this one's just a, it's a little wider. We took this one to the limit on uh, being under 10 inches. That, uh, that's the max limit. So it's just under that. Uh, and it's just constructed a little differently and compounded a little differently, trying to get those high-powered cars to hook in uh, any condition and this one uh has done a very very good job throughout the testing that we've had so but uh the standard guys I, I, if they can fit it that extra width in there i don't know but uh we'll still have the, the standard nine uh, 30 by nine tires in stock too for for all the people that we're not going to change it we're not going to take anything away i know that's once a drag racer gets set on something you, they like to stay with it so yeah they do but yeah i would um it, you know it's it, Usually the you're just counting on the new, and we just heard that there's going to be some. Uh, sounds like there's possibility they're going to make uh, some more copos in, in 23. So we'll just uh, see how it goes. But the testing has gone really, really well, and hopefully we can get some more of those copos and cobra jets and stuff on them. Absolutely. But uh, remember, this is a call-in show. If you're watching and you have any questions for. Uh, Either one of these guys, great. Uh, any of these great guys hanging out here with us, 316-462-3673. We'll get you patched in. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you guys about today was uh, uh, some some Hoosier history. You know, I you know I've been in the Hoosier family for about ten years now. You know, unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to know Bob Newton. I you know, I was able to meet Joyce um, before she unfortunately passed away. Um, but, uh, you know, I wanted to kind of ask you guys, you know, in the history of Hoosier, what, what were kind of some of the key fundamental moments that really put Hoosier racing tire on the map in each of your respective areas of business? I hope that doesn't put you yeah. on the spot. No, it's a great question. I got to defer to Farron though, cause yeah. he's like been 20 more years than I have. So. <laughs> next, next month will be my uh, 43rd year. So I started in January of 1980, right when they built, they had just built the plant and just started making our own tires uh, ourselves. So I've seen it grow from the very first part right there. I, I, did, I wasn't there because they used to they recap tires and all that other stuff. Um, 
so I've got to see our the new tire plant and uh, everything that we've done just explode. And it's yeah. been really exciting to be a part of it, just to see the different deals. But yeah, with with Bob and Joyce being privately held, um, he had a really really good vision. He was one of a kind guy. He was one of a kind guy. He could he could watch something, see something built, and pretty much know most of the time a better way to to do it. But he loved racing. He was a, he was a, uh, also a racer, so that's kind of how he got in it. Um, but. It, I feel one of the best things that he did is, and you just don't see this anymore, is locally. Like, I mean, Shannon's local. Most of the guys that work in our office are local guys. So to get that team together that stayed, I mean, I'm 43 years. 27. I mean, that most of us are 20 year more guys or, or whatever. And to get that team together, we're like a bunch of brothers. I mean, we fight sometimes too, but, <laughs> but for the most part, every time we have each other's back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think just the teamwork that we've seen in our office and that we have put together with the distributor side of things, I don't, that, that, that change just can't be broken, I don't think. And I think that's the biggest part for me is the people that we have. And that goes all the way back to manufacturing. We have guys in manufacturing yeah. that have been there for 30 plus years and will do anything you ask them. I mean, realistically, this summer, a uh, gentleman named Mark Such. I think he's probably on 32 years or so with us down at the plant. And he's one of our supervisors during day shift. And if you call him, he'll grumble a little, but gosh darn it, he'll have them 30 tires sitting at the dock ready for you to pick up down there. And when you're picking them up, he'll say, hey, how's that dirt late model thing going? He knows what he's involved in yeah. and is proud of what he's involved in. So that just adds into what Farron talks about. You know, we could talk for at, at, for nauseam about all the little things that were so important, you know, building the first manufacturing plant, getting involved in the NASCAR thing. One of my first jobs working at Hoosier was Bob would come grab me off the dock and groove 15 sprint car tires from straight ribs <laughs> and then go test them on Friday and then be back the next Tuesday with another and go grab, come on, kid, we got to go groove tires. You know, so that was a, a point. Getting Steve Kinzer was a point. You know, getting Scott Bloomquist when he came over, Craig Cowan, my, my predecessor, getting him when he came from California. There's so many of those little milestones that could all add up to where we're at. But ultimately, it, it, it Farron's right. It boils down to the people. It boils down to the guys that, you know, give up weekends to make sure we're at, at the right races to build mm -hmm. the brand. It, it comes back to the track service guys that, that load the trucks up and make sure they're at the, your national events to, to take care of customers. It goes back to the distributors who are at every race that we can't be at because let's face it, I can't be everywhere. Farron can't right. be everywhere. And, it, and we rely on those people and it, and they buy into it. And, and even back to the manufacturing side with guys like Mark Such that will sacrifice their Saturdays to meet you at the plant to make sure you can get 40 tires yeah. to keep racing. And, and I think some, something else is uh, – it's not as much now simply because of the size of us, but being agile mm -hmm. and being able to move quick, mm -hmm. uh, that was key to our, our business being what it is today. And we still are as far as what it, you know, but the bigger the train, the harder it is to turn around. So, but yeah, being able to move quick and hey, we, we got, we, you know, we need something that uh, that's got a little bit more traction in colder weather or something like that. And our people are on it. And when, and, you know, it used to be a couple of weeks or a week we'd be out there testing. Now it takes a little bit longer, but but still, there's just, just the agility that we have is key to the, to this business. 
very valid point. One of the, you know, I learned this very uh, instrumentally in the UTV market, which we're mm-hmm. just starting to, to knock the edges off of. We're focused on the racing now. We'll get into the recreational side here, hopefully in 2024. But I talked to other guys that work for other suppliers and, and their development is, is 18 months to two years. Right. Ours is 18 days to two weeks. You know? Right. right. <laughs> so if you call Farron and say, hey, you know, my, my 34.5 spinning here and, and he does all the adjustments he needs to, if he can't get it fixed, he calls his compounder. A week later, we're testing. Yep. And and no, no other tire company, honestly, I believe can, can do that. And that's been a huge part of our success for sure mm-hmm. and, and you know it it's amazing you know our utv products we didn't even have them uh, a year and a half ago yeah. and now we're becoming a dominant player in in the short track utv market and that's um after five different rule changes in, in three years yeah <laughs> and we constantly kept changing moving the target and we go hit it and then move the target and hit it again um that's a, a huge point yeah huge. yeah that's a great point because you know, like, like Hoosier being able to take, uh, you know, the existing business that they have and maintenance the existing business, but then yet still have the ability to diversify and get into these other markets like the off-road, the UTV market, and get into the motorcycle tires. I mean, we have a crew right now out servicing the General Tire Arena Cross in Lebanon, Missouri, as we speak. Um, just, uh, you know, like... Like the kind of the joke I make is like Shannon here, you know, he's only going to give me so many IMCA tires right now that I can sell in a year and I'm going to sell every single one of them. But it may not be as many as I would that I could sell for the year. But with these other product lines that Hoosiers developed, we've been able to take our business as a Hoosier distributor and diversify and, and, and still maintain growth by seeking out and going after some of these other areas that are important. And then to me. You know, we're always going to have the dirt market and, and we're always going to have the drag market. But there's just so many other opportunities out there, even far beyond the things that we are doing already. That is going to allow us not only, you know, you guys as Hoosier corporately, but us as the distributors to continue to grow and continue to dominate this, this not just the race tire market, but really the specialty tire market in general. Yeah, the one wheel boards. Who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? You know, <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. You know, I wish, I wish I wish I'd make a four wheel board. Yeah, right. for old guys like us that can stay up on them. <laughs> right. Right. You know, I especially make... sell four tires. Oh, that okay. That's right. even better. But um, you know, that's a very very valid uh, point, and you know, that's one thing I, I have to say about our our partners at Continental in general yep. is they do challenge us a lot too. You know. Mm-hmm. I, 37, 30, 42 years, 30, 27 years, we do kind of fall into a little bit of a rut. Yep. So I hate to interrupt you, but no, we do fine. have our first caller. Hey, so, it's probably for Farron. So, so Steve is on the line. Steve, are you with us on Under the Hood? Yes. Yes. Hey, uh, I've got a question about, I called last week about a, it's a 2017 GMC Denali that, that had the, lifters go bad and all that mm-hmm. and i just wondered i saw on the internet where you can buy a little plug-in thing that disables that system is that a good idea um <laughs> you know i will uh we'll get uh, somebody in our technical department to give you a call back uh after we uh you know after we finish the show with uh, the guys from hoosier but uh but uh, oh, that okay. definitely might be an option for you for sure. All right. 
that's that's what I want to know. Then can I ask a question about electric cars? Sure. Uh, does it? You know, they advertise all the time that they can go 300 miles is about the maximum right now. Does that make any difference if you have like? I'm sure the heater has to be just like a regular electric heater, mm-hmm. and if you have the headlights on and all the other power that's going on, does that reduce the mileage limit on those? Well, you know, I think everything, yeah, everything that you would be running on that vehicle that runs, you know, off of electricity coming from that battery is, is probably going to ultimately reduce the range. But, you know, the smaller, you know, things like, you know, like the headlights and, and those sort of things, you know, just like the efficiency and the small amount of power that they that they draw due to just how efficient they're making. And I, you know, I don't think that you're probably going to see a very noticeable difference in range. Um, I think your, okay. your range, you know, where you're going to notice your difference in range is like, you know, for example, like if like a lightning pickup, like, you know, for towing or payload and stuff like that. But uh, like a lot of your smaller electrical components, you know, turning them off and on, I don't think it's going to affect that range very drastically. Okay. I just wondered what's this what's this gonna I know you're talking about racing. What's the electric cars gonna do to racing? Are they gonna be racing electric cars? Yeah, they already are. Um there's uh there's a few little pockets out there where they're, you know, doing some electric car racing. We're actually here at PRI and they have an electric vehicle um section where they're showing off different performance electrical uh, vehicles uh, Ford's came out with an electric uh, Cobra jet that's just that's just insane off the wall fast um, <laughs> USAC has an has a quarter midget over here with an electric engine on it which is you know they got, they got junior dragsters with junior dragsters with electric engines on them so yeah it's coming it's definitely uh, it's still definitely a few years down the pipeline yeah. though yeah it's coming so do they make do they make noise? No, uh, unfortunately, not no. really. Not really. Not like okay. not like you're used to. Okay. So all right, all right. Well, I sure thank yep. you for talking to me. Thanks for your call. Mm-hmm. Mm, bye bye. Six three nine four. But anyways, so just to get back to that point that, that we were discussing before, you know, Continental, um, but purchased Hoosier about five years ago. Um, and, and, you know, I get a lot of the questions, oh, how, how did that change your company? How did that change? Well, it really didn't change our company. They, they don't micromanage how Farron manages his drag truck or how I manage my Oval Track Dirt program. But the one thing they have done is challenge us to look outside the box. You know, uh, we get kind of in a rut. When you've been doing something for 42 years or 27 years, you don't think, what new markets should I be really pursuing here? And you know, they challenged us to go into the UTV market. They're mm-hmm. challenging us to go into a lot of different things that maybe weren't in our our zone of what mm-hmm. we thought Hoosier should be. And, and I think it's going to only help the consumer. It's only going to help the distributor to diversify yourself. As you said, every, every business needs to, to continue to diversify. Yeah, to stay absolutely. Strong. Well, and it all becomes a bigger Hoosier family because how many, how, including me, how many drag race guys have UTVs? Or four-wheelers. Well, dirt track guys got a UTV in the trailer when they can't go dirt track racing. They're going to go play here, there, whatever. It just all all keeps building the brand and the family. And 
even bigger. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, like you know, the the more challenging times <clears throat> that we're facing right now with uh, you know with production and inventory, you know, having a having a parent company like Continental that has your back, you know, that you know that doesn't hurt either. It, it's amazing how much they. You know, they bring buying power to us. Mm -hmm. Hoosier, by nature, is still a small fish in the total tire marketplace. Mm -hmm. But when we partner with, with Continental and we need a material, you know, they can leverage themselves plus Hoosier to make sure we stay in, in the supply chain. And, and honestly, uh, I've heard people within our, our group say that we probably wouldn't have, we would have run out of materials if it hadn't been for Continental helping us to make sure we could keep producing tires. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So, well, what uh, what have we missed? We've got National Eight Model Tire next year. We've got, uh, you know, we've got some the Hoosier booth across the way. You can't really see it on the camera, but we've got some uh, we've got some new stuff coming down the pipe for uh, sprint car racing that's going to be announced here very very soon. It doesn't have fenders, but I feel like I should talk about it. Neil Cowman is my business unit manager. He's been thirty. Do you know how many exactly? Uh, 32 or 33 years i believe with hoosier um and, and he's bringing he's introducing a new sprint car program this weekend uh much like we did with the national late model tire streamlining neil's going to do with the with the sprint car he, he's changed the constructions he's lined the tires up so they they work more symbiotically together left and right he's reducing the number of options that are available across the country so um he's got all new tread patterns he's got uh, he's going down to just mediums and and can't remember exactly what they're calling h is h15 i think it's h15 or the d15a d15a um you know, so and then the leffer is just going to be one compound the d12a d12a yep yep um so you know even that market is going through you know it's a mature market mm -hmm. but it's still a very important one to us and and neil's even doing development on that to keep that yep. again what i said earlier it's giving the best product we can to our customers so yeah they're definitely in a a revision of the sprint car program moving forward. They're beautiful tires. Um, yeah, they really I, are. I'm they jealous really as heck, honestly, because improvement. I would love to have that tread pattern yeah. in my dirt late model market. Yeah. Um, because it's got some nice, uh, what we call bullet holes in it in, in strategic places. It's been reshaped with some of the grooving. You fixed a lot of things. Uh, it's not a, it's not a directional tire anymore. So you can flip them on the wheel. Mm -hmm. um, your right rears, you can rotate left to right. Uh, and you know, I think it's going to be a great program for him moving forward and it, and it should help not only perform better, uh, be more balanced on the racetrack, um, but it should be more durable as well. So uh, that's a pretty exciting program yeah, here. And a lot of people have been seeing that. That's really a big deal, you know, for like the local and the regional racer that, uh, you know, that, you know, they, you know, they can't, they don't have the tire budget that some of the big traveling teams have, you know, so giving them the opportunity to be able to flip those tires and, you know, use them an extra night. I mean, that's huge. Also, though, on the flip side, race saver not going to change. Nope. So just so if we have any race saver people, yep. uh, that tire is going to stay the same. Um, it's mainly going to be in the medium and the H programs uh, that are going to get revised. Um, so, uh, but yeah, lot, lots of good stuff. It's it's really about tweaking and fine tuning the the mature business and developing the new. Absolutely, absolutely. And trying to get fair and enough tires. So yes, yeah. You guys keep getting in the way. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, an ongoing argument at the yeah, show. That's part of the, that's, that, that's part of yeah. the brother stuff. But, you know, but that's you know that's going to be part of the expansion. You know, earlier in the week we had our uh, annual Hoosier distributor meeting, where all of the distributors um, really around the world 
we all met Swan Lake Resort up in Plymouth, and we had two great days of meetings. And and you know the the you know the great thing about about being a Hoosier distributor and, and being in the Hoosier family is you know we have that opportunity. You know we do it over the phone several times a year, but you know having that opportunity once a year. For us all to get together, you know, and, and, you know, spend a few days just, you know, meeting and talking about strictly business and then coming here to PRI to see our customers. But, you know, Hoosier's very, very transparent with us as the distributors about, you know, what's going on, you know, what, you know, what the real situation is, um, you know, what they have in development, you know, what's going forward. And um, um, we have... Uh, we have a lot of things that, uh, like our, you know, we talked about the plan expansion briefly, you know, so, you know, we're going to get, you know, we're going to get more presses. We're going to have, you know, we can be able to cure more tires and streamlining process, streamlining processes. Exactly. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's the future is definitely, definitely looking bright. It is, it is. And it's just all a work in progress. It's never going to stop. We never do stop. You stop, you get behind. Yep. So, but it is, uh, you know, I, I almost wish everybody could see <laughs> just uh, the, the togetherness that um, all our distributors and the corporate people have. I mean, we just have a ball together and that's, and we're, we are the best at what we do. I was, I was just going to say that. Absolutely. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down the best at what we do. But um, Hoosier, you know, Hoosier is, is, you know, we're a big family. That's it. And, you know, that, the people say that really a lot, but about, I mean, you know, if you can just see us together, it really is. Right. I mean, we like being around each other. All distributors have areas that they're in charge of, but to see the guys out west, I mean, dealing with you guys from Great Plains, hanging out, talking, talking business, how you do it, how you, I mean, it's just, it's, it's wonderful. And, and it helps everybody. Yep. It only makes us stronger. It yeah. only makes us stronger. Exactly. You know, especially even in these times, definitely. But, yep. uh, you know, if anything, you, you know, we, we've we've faced a challenging market here the last couple of years and uh you know thing you know things are looking up you know there you know there is light at the end of the tunnel but you know if anything in the challenging market that we have faced i think the biggest thing that is going to help us you know basically starting right now going forward in, into 2023 is uh you know we've all we've all learned a lot oh. because we've you know we've ne- you know we've always you know, been able to produce tires for, you know, we've had every size and every flavor and, and every color. And we, you know, we've, you know, if you distributor orders a truck with 1400 tires on it, you know, 1400 tires would show up and, and, you know, that hasn't, you know, been the case so much here lately, but I think we've all learned so much about, you know, how to allocate those tires and, you know, how to put those tires in the right hands and, and, you know, just really how to keep racing going that, you know, if anything, that will make 2023 so much smoother yeah. for I'm, not only you guys in the factory, but all the way down to the ground floor in the right. field, you know, the racer. And having them produce at the right time. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a big time challenge behind the scenes that people don't see all the work that goes into that. Right. I mean, just making sure that, you know, they got races coming up with these contracted the, the outlaws and late models and stuff you have to have those tires you know and having them in time uh having tires in time for the u.s nationals you know all that stuff is just uh it's a lot of work yeah. but it's almost like a rubik's cube you know mm-hmm. you, you've got to keep spinning it all the time to get all the colors <laughs> to line up so that you can be in the right place yeah. at the right time yep and that's what it is and, and it's 
honestly, there was two or three times this year where we were in our own offices. Hey, do you really need that tire this week? Because I really need to produce these. And Farron would say, no, I can take an extra week on those. And then we would squeeze mine in. Or I'd go to Neil and say, hey, I see you got these micro sprint tires. You know, are you targeting right. a certain race? Let's move that over here. So it's really made us communicate better inside the office to, to make sure we get the things that we need. Our jobs have changed a little bit in the oh. last couple of years just because of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but hopefully hopefully we get back to that normal word again right. before too long. Right. Yeah. In, inventory covers up a lot of problems. And let's does. just say what it is. You know, it, it it's does. no different than they say money covers up a lot of problems. Inventory covers up a lot of problems. If you have inventory, you can just ship it and not worry about it. But once that inventory gets to a critical level, then you have to get smarter. Then you have to start doing things like balancing your your, your Rubik's Cube of right. production more. Right. You have to make sure that when things come in, they're going on the right trucks, that the right inventory, you know, we, we did it a bunch this year. Hey, are you done with that service on that race? How many do you have left? Yep. Well, can you ship those over here to Hoosier Tire South so Absolutely. they can take care of a race? Absolutely. So it, you're right. It, it's made us better. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand my inventory and how purchases happen. And you know, the, the key word is they call it business intelligence. Mm -hmm. You know, we always had business intelligence. It was always mm -hmm. sitting in Farron's head um, and, and it was always up there. Well, now we've been forced to almost put it on, on the plate, spell it out so we could operate it properly. And it's amazing what we've learned. Um, we've shifted, I always say we've shifted from a, what I want to what I need. Yeah. And we all, we just have to continue to try and cover what people need. Yeah. Exactly. And hopefully we'll get back to one day where we can give you everything you want. Right. But right now it's still that. And it's amazing, you know, to to think that I would have a spreadsheet for the whole year of allocations for all my distributors. I'd have never thought that was even going to remotely gonna happen, be anything know? I'd have to worry about five exactly. years ago. Exactly. So, but it's made us better. You know, we're, we're more streamlined. We don't have to carry the, as much inventory as we used to in our warehouses. And it's made you guys have to carry less inventory and your turns are up and we're doing better business. Absolutely. And and like you said earlier, you know, like we've done all these inventory consolidations and we've shelved a lot of these sizes and compounds that, you know, we feel like we can do without. But like you said earlier, you know, it's sitting up there in that glass Absolutely. jar with a hammer on top. So, when, you know, if, if the market comes back and says that we need to start producing RD12 left rear micro sprint tires again, you know, we've got it shelved right there and we'll we'll do it. You know, you sat in the distributor meeting and it's amazing how difficult it is to change your mindset from going out and getting it to all right, let's slow down, yeah. you know, or let's Pull put this reins. on the shelf. Yeah. You know, that's their baby. 1350 yeah. is Hoosier Tire South's baby. Right. 1325 was Bob Wirtz and Hoosier Tire uh, Mid-Atlantic's baby. Right. Don't take my baby away. Right. And they're scratching their heads wondering what they're going to do. You right. Know? So they've had to change their mentality yeah. and, and get comfortable with this national late model thing. But I always tell them, we're putting it up here. It's not going away. It's just up here. And We've never been scared to break the glass and bring it back out, and we'll do it again. Right, and but this is you know this is a perfect time to go forward with these changes sure. and, and the industry needs and, it. and it's and it's really it's 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 experimental, you know it, it really is you know it's that a Rubik's new Rubik's cube. cube. Yep, yep. You know so, uh, but we greatly appreciate you know what you guys as product managers and uh, you know everybody at Hoosier does for us on the distributor level and you know what allows us to 
do for our customers, you know, our dealers and stuff, and even our racers. Uh, we, we couldn't do it without you. You guys do an amazing job. Um, I mean, even navigating us through these tough times with inventory, it's, uh, it's just amazing. You know, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of companies out there, a very, very small percentage of companies that have people like you that are so tenured and, and that have been there for so long and, and, uh, you know, just really are passionate about what you do. He's saying we're old fans. It's good. Well, I am getting old. But, <laughs> but there's a lot, I've always said, there's a lot worse ways I could have made a living. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. Well, I, race cars my whole life. I can't hear. Uh, that's it. Yes. You pay the price. <laughs> you pay the price. But uh, it's been a pretty cool career. I will say that. As a kid that paid to go to racetracks and, I'm very thankful to my parents who were heavily involved in it. Our family vacations were always centered around what race are we going to. Yep. And then mom planned the trip the rest of the way. Um, for a kid that grew up at a racetrack to get paid to go to the racetrack, I'm with Farron. I, I really couldn't ask for a better way. I could have went and sold widgets anywhere I wanted to, but I'm so happy that I ended up here because I, I, I get to do what I love to do. Yeah. And, and it shows. That, that's absolutely. You talk about. We're all passionate. Everybody's yeah, passionate. Our distributors we, are passionate. It's just. That's that's why we're so good. Yep. Yep. You got to be passionate. I know about we're, it. we're humble, but that's why we're so good. <laughs> right? And, and right. we have to say thanks to to Phil and Lisa and everybody uh, for for being part of our team too. Um, you know, you you guys are got a lot going on in your shop, uh, and to bring Hoosier in and really solidify that region, it's yeah. been great for us we too. Have, we appreciate. We it. have a little bit different business model than a lot of the other Hoosier you distributors think? out there, Just but a little. Uh, you know. There's, Nothing wrong with trying some new things from time to time. It's but, diversification. Uh, it's, it your, it's your Rubik's Cube. Absolutely. You know, there's, you know, a lot of resources that we have that we can put together with Hoosiers resources and, and make amazing things happen. So, it's all having the tools to get the job done, it. right? Yep. That's it. So you're a tool. All right. I am a tool. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, anything else you want to add? Oh, I think we covered pretty much everything I can think of. Awesome. Well, guys, we greatly appreciate you coming on our show today. We gotta go back to you work. Know, yeah, we gotta go back to work. You guys got it's a pleasure. You guys got lines over there waiting to yeah. talk to you. So, Aaron hasn't uh, stopped the whole weekend, and he's wide open. Yeah, it is. It's it, a, so. These three days kind of turned into a. Actually, this whole week kind of turns into a blur. You gotta go go back, relax, sit on the couch, kind of reset, re reset. Yeah. yeah, but it is absolutely. it is it is pretty cool place. Yeah. It's a, um, it's it's a really neat to see this many people that are in the racing industry and this is a small part of them right here but it's just a very very neat setting awesome all right well we're about running out of time let's take just a brief minute here to thank uh our wonderful sponsors of the show start with bg products bg products uh based right out there in wichita makes uh great products for your vehicle uh oil treatments fuel treatments uh cooling treatments everything else like that uh uh, go to rent right there inside Mel Hamilton Ford. Need a 15-passenger van or a rental car to uh, to uh, go out for Christmas and go visit the family. Call Stan right there at Go to Rent inside Mel Hamilton Ford, and also Big Corner Creative wraps for your vehicles, wraps for your race cars, full-service marketing, advertising websites, everything above. Give them a call or just check them out on Google. It's been a great time, Nick. It's been a long week, dude. I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go home. So uh, we got till 4 o'clock today, and then we're gone. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Under the Hood show. We'll be back at the dealership next week, and uh, we will see you then.